You're listening to the Technics Podcast. Three amigos just taking a distance since 2013. Good morning, afternoon, evening, and night. Thank you for tuning into the Take It Easy podcast. Um, Sean, what what'd you do this week, man? Anything you know, cool? I nope. haven't done a lot this week. That's your answer one, every week. I don't do much. I am Get off I'm your a butt. senior. I don't have friends. I just sit at home. That's what I was looking for. You need to go for a jog. Or <laughs> <laughs> all right, this week for me, oh my goodness, it was awesome. I went fishing uh Friday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, uh Sunday, I went to my family's house, but then they ticked me off, so I went fishing, and then I came back, but then I went fishing again, and all day Monday, I just fished. It was awesome. That's awesome. Did you catch anything? Now here's here's the not awesome part, okay? I live in a place where people fish a lot. And they're always like, hey, I know the best place for you to catch biggest fish. So I went with my friends who are the ones I shoot stuff with and everything like that. My little, my nice redneck friends who never listen to the podcast anyway. And so it started out on Friday morning. They said, oh, man. Oh, I take it to the best spot. We're going to catch big old trout. All right. So we went. No, I caught six little horny head fish. That's it. And they said, hey, man, well, it's so bad. Look, let's go down the creek here. We'll go down the creek here to this to the uh, rip, 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 I don't know what it's called, ripples or something. And we're going to fish in it. We're going to catch the biggest trout you ever had. Nope, didn't catch a daggum fish there. Almost died, though, so that was nice. Then we went way down the daggum creek. And he was like, hey, this spot right here. Best spot ever. Big old trout. Didn't catch a dang thing. All right. Maybe you just don't know how to fish. No, no one caught a dang thing. Then you the hold next day, right. the next day we go to a different place. And he's like, "Hey, I know the best spot. The best spot on this creek. Let's go." Didn't catch anything. Then we went to another spot. Hey, there's 20 inch trout in here, right here. Citation sized trout in this spot. Nope, nothing. 400 different times. Yeah, you can get a certificate if your fish is so big. But I'm just, I mean, like, it's like every redneck has that thing. You know, they're like, I know the best place for... And you always go to test their theory, and nothing happens. You get nothing. So the moral of the story is never trust a redneck. Yes, they don't know where no good big old fish is. Well, you, you kind of led me on. You said you had a great time fishing this weekend. Oh, I did. But that's when I was alone. Oh, okay. I caught three big old trout when I was by myself. That picture now, granted, you sent me wasn't a trout. Granted, I did catch two or three good size, not good size, sort of biggish bass, but that's not what I wanted. I wanted that little one you trout. sent me was a smallmouth. Oh, that little bitty one? Yeah. It was cute. All right, Cameron, how was your week? It was pretty good. I actually went fishing one day. I wish I got to go a lot. I've been really getting it. So me and one of my buddies in uh, near the Lake Norman area, if you are in North Carolina. Yeah. We've been fishing a lot, kayak fishing. So you actually have to work for it. And uh, so, but getting into it, probably spent way too much money this weekend. 
But Dude, me too. I'm gonna got my new broad seven foot, seven foot, put some mono on there. But I caught like six, seven fish. Oh gosh. <laughs> Is this like normal where we're gonna just hold up images when people talk? Because <laughs> I got some good ones. Yes, do it. Okay. Well, that was about it. Had to do a lot of stuff for Easter's. So that's why I wasn't on the podcast last week. I don't know what you told everybody, but I'm back. Uh, we told them that they that you quit. We had a big falling out. We wished you nothing but bad luck in the future. And we just we just hated you. That's, we told them that if you're friends with Cameron, stop listening. Brandon, right that, that picture. Sorry. <laughs> He's distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make one of these little uh, paperclip points <laughs> with her. Man, you gotta okay. These Tinder pictures of these girls that you're showing us, you need to take one out. You got could you, to. Could you please uh, rephrase that so that people know that the pictures I'm showing you are not naked women? Um, but they are. I'm just kidding. No, they're not. Oh no. Okay, during this part of the show now, we're going to move on to what we're going to start doing is a little product review, okay? So it, these are going to be things that we've agreed upon uh, in advance, and we're going to review it so that the companies will like give us some recognition and maybe some money. So this week, what is it, Sean? Um, wet wipes for <laughs> the restroom. Not every company. You know, just in general, just just something to get the job done, you know? I will say there are two different types. For like a whole year, I use regular wet wipes. You have to get the flushables. Or they'll be in your septic tank for like... You didn't use the flushables? Ever. No, I didn't know. I thought they all just, like they all were biodegradable. But yeah. they feel so good on my tush, <laughs> man. <laughs> So when you guys came to Lynchburg, I, I wasn't a believer in the wet wipes until I tried it and I felt more clean than I ever have. Every dude needs a pack of wet wipes on his You foot. don't you don't get itchy if you use the <laughs> wet wipes. Amen. That's right. And if all you listeners out there think we're gross for talking about this, no. We're so much cleaner because of wet wipes. Mm. You're so the gross one. You're the gross one because you're not using wet wipes. It is scientifically proven that it don't matter how many pieces of Charmin Ultra you use. You ain't going to get all the pieces and flakes that are left behind and all the residue in there. You need wet wipes. Amen, man. So take it from us at the Take It Easy podcast. Wet wipes. That's the way to go. Flushables. You got to get flushables or you'll um, go to jail. Your honey hole will be in heaven. So here's a question I kind of wanted to ask you guys. I am looking to look work full time at a church somewhere. So I want some like fresh new ideas that I could bring to like a job interview that might give me an edge on my competition who's also applying for those jobs. Do you guys have any ideas to what those could be? Luckily for you, Sean, I've been working in churches for um, all my life. No, just kidding. For like the last three years, and I've compiled an extensive list that 
I think will help you with your job interviews, bringing some creativity to the to the floor. So, here's my list. All right, paint a picture for you. Sitting in church, all right? You're the type of person that's got a little bit of bowel issues, right? You can't eat normal uh, – you can't eat the wafers or you can't peel off that bread. So, let me pitch this to you. Gluten-free communion. Mm. Yeah. I don't think anyone's doing that yet. Gluten-free. I'm even thinking past gluten-free. Whole 30, right? Vegan. Because sometimes, you know, an animal will touch those grains. You never know. So what do you think about that? I, I like that idea, but, I mean, at my church, communion's like a little little square. So what's past gluten-free? Is it just air? You just... No, they like they they um when when they're making the wafer or I guess the loaf, they just extract the gluten. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know that stuff, gluten, right? Mm-hmm. It's like really gross. It makes you, yeah. We all know that what that is. Wait, here's another one. Okay, so you're passing the offering plate, right? And it finally gets to you, but you have no cash. None. You didn't even bring your checkbook. You know why? 21st century. No one has that stuff. Okay. What you do have? Smartphone. Okay. Think about it. Get rid of the plate. You're passing around a little cube. Okay. What you do? Tap your phone. Apple Android Pay. Boom. How about that? I I can dig it. I I do believe Stephen Furtick's church is going to start using that pretty soon. I'm sure. I'm sure other churches have it, but. I bet you the church you're interviewing for doesn't. All right, next one, okay? So you know when you're sitting sitting in a chair, right? And um, either you get super hungry or the game's about to come on and your pastor won't shut up. He's on like his 17th point, okay? Um, if you come to church that – if you go to a church that I go to, right, my pastor will preach on one point, but it'll take about 45 minutes. Trap door. Right. Yeah, just trap door. Dude, that would work well because usually at my church I just do this, like run my finger across my throat, like I'm gonna cut him. That usually okay. cuts him off. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Oh, all right. I'm just thinking they just fall. Um, maybe like injure a toe or something. You know, teach them. Teach them a lesson. Make sure you make sure you don't go over. All right, 15, 15 minutes, 18 minutes. TED Talk says 18 minutes is where it needs to be for a, for a sermon or speech. All right. So if you go to a Baptist church or a charismatic church, okay, right, there's, you'll experience something that is pretty taboo in a lot of churches, okay? Um, well, in the Bible Belt, probably not so. But if you're not in the Bible Belt, this is pretty taboo. The laying of hands, right? Well, sometimes it might get a little too crazy, okay? You're in those charismatic churches, all right? You're feeling the fire of the Holy Spirit. What about a wrestling mat, right? Mm-hmm. Wrestling mat for the laying of hands ceremony. You're in the front. You're, you just become brand new deacon, and all the pastors and deacons are going to get around you, and they're going to pray. It gets a little hot, a little crazy, right? There's a big bunch of bunch of dudes up on stage. Mm. Need a wrestling, more comfort. Yeah, it's for safety measure. Absolutely. 
when you Even hit the ground, mouth guard if you need to. Yeah, when you hit the ground, you ain't hitting the concrete floor. You're hitting a nice wrestling mat. This one might be my personal favorite. Um, okay, so there's a lot of uh, debate that goes around um, in churches. Okay, a lot of debate, especially on some theological topics. Okay, but we all know there's one group of people that are just, that are right. They are right. And they know, okay, what we do, all right, cushion seats in the front so the pastor can see that they're attending. Yeah. All right. VIP seats for the Calvinists. What do you think about that? <laughs> they're entering heaven first. They might as well make it a church event, you know? Man, they're guaranteed, okay? I just think that would have been good. Very simple. VIP seats. You gotta have a card. You gotta have one of those, you know, uh, little 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 swiper cards so you can. There's like a, a like a bar that's over them, so you can't sit down until you swipe your card. It's like a Metro gate right. thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Your get out of hell free card. <laughs> uh, I'm just reading through. I don't want to read all of these off because there's like a hundred that I've acquired. Um. Okay, here, here's a good one. Okay, so if you go, let's say um, you're feeling you're feeling like Christianity is something that you want to get a part, be a part of. Okay, want to be a part of it, um, but you don't want to sit through those long, boring, you know, sermons. You don't want to listen to it. You also don't want to listen to that weird singing. Okay, you know Aretha at the front stage. You think she can sing, but she's super off key. She's got you mean, but she ain't no Franklin. Let me tell you, Fantessa. Fantessa, definitely. So, think about it. Drive through salvation boots. Okay, you need yes. to get saved. You need it quick. Don't need to get out of your car. Drive through salvation. You can hire your own pastor for that. Because churches aren't always open on weekdays and holidays. So, what if you feel the need to get saved any other day besides Sunday? Right. Here's the last Drive one I'm gonna pitch you guys. Boots. Last one. Okay. Last one. You getting these, Sean? Yeah, I'm I'm writing them down as you speak. (laughs) This one's serious. No laughing. Okay. Uh, I'll make sure it's in bold. Okay, very serious. I've been seeing this need a lot in churches, okay? How come every time when someone gets baptized, they're able to walk? Because praise God for healing. There's always stairs on top. Are going up to the baptismal pool. We believe. You know what we need? Wheelchair ramps. Dunk those people with Hot Wheels in that big old tub. That's what we need. And no not only would it work for handicaps, but for the large people as well who don't do steps. Absolutely. If you're in an area of primarily obese people, okay, right. they're not necessarily handicapped. They're just... Because let's be yeah. honest. Fat people have a bigger enemy than the devil. <laughs> steps. You're right. And it's a pretty big hindrance. <laughs> Sean, I hope you I hope you took some notes down. I did. All right, these are seriously some things that I should, I think need to be implemented in church, okay? So we, the change starts with you. I right? will be I mean, the change. I have no say in anything. Preach. All right. So it starts with you, man. All right. Uh, I'll change the church. I'm going to start my mm-hmm. own denomination, the Sean's way. <laughs> That's a cult. That sounds like some Kool Aid drinker. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 
Nemeth Town. <laughs> Nemeth Town. Well. All right, so for this week's main topic, we're going to be talking about TiVo. As a Christian podcast, I feel like we this is kind of a topic that's required of us since we all are Christian. This may be the first time any of them have assumed this is a Christian podcast. He's the 13th disciple. <laughs> that's why we have the obligation of talking about it. So, Tebow's recently switched from football to baseball. And I'm pretty upset about this. I don't know about you guys. But since it's baseball season... And these guys don't know a ton about baseball. I decided to have my one of my good friends from back home come on the podcast and talk about You're some baseball so- stuff. This is Bobby. Bobby. What's up, guys? He is a big Orioles fan. He's probably the biggest baseball fan I know. Second biggest. My roommate's the biggest. But, yeah, so I just kind of want to hear your opinions of Tebow coming into the MLB or attempting to come into the MLB. Who's going first? Oh, Lord. I would love I to hear why Bobby hates Tebow. <laughs> I don't hate well, Tebow as a person, but I just think what he's doing is just awful. He's It's a complete publicity stunt. He couldn't hack it in football, so now he's trying to weasel his way into a sport that he feels like is easy. And he's taking well. a shot from a bunch of guys who actually deserve to be playing baseball. So is he, is he not good at baseball? What's his stats? I mean, I have him up right here, actually. I mean, his batting average is pretty abysmal. So he's batting about 156, which is about 100 less than what he probably should be doing if he ever wants to advance. Oh. He has hit a few home runs, so kudos to him for that. But... Unless he's squaring up the ball for a home run, he's just getting out every single time. So what you're saying is Tim Tebow isn't a baseball player, pretty much. He's a guy. He's an imposter. But really, was he any better at football? That's a... I I would say he's better at football than he is at baseball. At least he played college or college football. He won national championships. Right, but maybe he played baseball in high school. I mean, he did play baseball in high school. But, See, that's the same as everyone else that plays baseball. But they didn't take all a like, seven-year break in between. Well, Yeah, most of the guys he's play with are, you know, 10, 12 years younger than him. How old's Tim Tebow? He's 30. Oh, well, look, <laughs> I th- if, if you've got... You know, if you know the people to get it to be able to get into it, it's perfectly okay. I mean, he may not be great at baseball, but neither are half the people I see playing baseball. But like, think about the guy who spent his entire life training, playing, all to make it to the show. However, he gets cut by the Mets so that they can sign Tebow, a guy who's already made it in football. He's made it to the playoffs. Look. If you were trying out for the Mets, you're probably not that good. <laughs> They're not too bad. They're not too bad of a team right now. Not too bad. They're, they made it to the postseason last year. What about the Orioles? How many other teams made it to postseason? Listen, this is my main point. This is why it's good for baseball. 
Okay, Tebow, he's not going to make it. He's not probably going to make it to AAA. Okay, he might make it to AA if he can get out of the single A, but he's not making it to the pros. Okay, they're going to bump him down to. He might come to spring training like every couple, you know, years. I don't know. I don't know how long he's going to cut it in there. This is why it's good for baseball. Financially, minor league baseball has been on a steady decline. I think more professional athletes that either retire or they don't hack it in another sport should come over to other sports, not just baseball. Because so it increased so much better for baseball on a financial standpoint. The second part is so, they wouldn't have signed him. The Mets wouldn't have signed him unless they knew they were going to make some dollars off of it. And if he couldn't play. He has a batting average, okay? So do I. I'm looking at batting averages for uh, – what did you say his batting average was, Bobby? 156. 156. Never has played baseball professionally. Minor leagues count. He's batting 156, okay? He got in some fall ball last year, so this isn't like a complete – like at this point, he's got a little bit of seasoning in him. Right. So, Boston, they did did Boston's Boston Red Sox. Correct me if I'm wrong. They won won it in 2008, right? Is yeah. That, okay. They won it in 2008. I don't know. Okay. the The following year, coming off coming off of their World Series season, their big guy Tito Ortiz, big poppy. What was his batting average? Does anyone know? I'd probably say in the, probably in the high 200s. This dude was the highest paid baseball player. For the Red Sox. For the Red Sox, yeah, there's, the there's Sox. A-Rod. He batted a 230. Highest okay. paid player in 2009, batted a 230. In the pros. That's typical. That's typical for most sluggers like him, though. Those guys who hit, like, 40 home runs. Tim Tebow is a, is, is a DH. Yeah, he's a total DH. He's the same. He's, he's the same. <laughs> and so is that lady that cut me off at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. So the same same position. I'm not saying he's going to make it at all. I'm just saying he can play, and a lot of people didn't expect him to be able to play. I think he's going to make it because I think the major leagues needs to earn about as much money as the minor leagues need to make. Who watches baseball? I mean, that's the only reason why he's he is where he is is because they've they've given him such a huge contract. They have to put him somewhere where he can make them so, some money. I mean, okay, so, so like, a big contract. One theory is that you know Tim Tebow might have taken a a position away from someone who's tried their whole lives and trained their whole lives to do this, but in reality. Is this nobody going to make money for the minor league? No, they're not. They're probably not going to do anything cool when they get up there. He probably didn't cut off, like, let's say that there's 100 people that make it, or 100 people that tried out, one's going to get cut so Tim Tebow can be on the team. They're probably going to take the guy that's in the back, so it probably isn't that great. And he probably doesn't have all of his teeth. <laughs> because baseball. That, that's hockey. And that's hockey. Yeah. Backer, backer spit. Oh, uh, they're not allowed to do that anymore. 
They're not allowed to dip tobacco. Nah. Not allowed. That Randy Johnson guy still play baseball? No, he hasn't in probably <laughs> five, six years. Probably yeah, he probably that. quit when they said no more tobacco. So I was looking up some of what the scouts had to say about Tebow. Um, before he had his like um, his showcase game where he showcased his skills, um, three scouts said, awful, he stinks, and his playing style is just ugly. Well, they have bad grammar. <laughs> this was three different, so yes. What? So, what? Oh. Uh, it was from the AL, two from the AL and one from the NL. They wouldn't. They now, didn't go into which teams they're scouting for. Another person said Tim Tebow is in the Arizona Fall League. He might be better suited for playing in an Arizona high school league. I will. Pete Little is called a piddle. Not good at baseball. Not good at baseball. Yeah, you know, you know what worked? I bought a ticket. Okay, I bought a ticket to go see him play the Hickory Crawdads. Okay, I'm gonna is go see really? Tim Tebow play in my hometown. This is awesome for baseball, dude. It'd be just like that one time he came to Liberty and everybody showed up early, even though they weren't Liberty students. I actually didn't go to that. I went to Bojangles. Did we go to well, Bojangles I, together because of that? No, because Quack made me go. Oh, that sucks. Thank you, Quack. I'm just saying, it's. I love capitalism. I think it's great. That oh, it's great for capitalism. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just, I just don't think it's good for the game. I think it's good I, for the I, game. I, what's it gonna hurt? No. What's hurting baseball. Famous people get what they want. <laughs> what's hurting baseball? If the you can't show play, must you can't play. I guarantee you, whoever got cut and because Tim Tebow got it, probably would have had a bat, a worse batting average than Tim Tebow. Okay, because if they were great, they probably would have taken the taken the cut from Tim Tebow and gave it to that guy. But no. But then again, I don't know how baseball works because I don't watch it, play it, or like it. This is why I was saying a sports podcast. Yeah, I know. I prefer to watch a bunch of grown men running around with a ball slapping each other on the butt. What sport is that, Brandon? I want you to clarify something, because I still don't understand how it's bad for baseball. I think it's turning the game into a business. Duh. Doyo. It is a business. I think, I mean, I view sports as the love of the game, not the love of money. That's the way. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Small towns like the town that I come from, we have a single-A team, the Hickory Crawdads. Okay, it's great, but they all suck. They suck at playing baseball. Okay, (laughs) but when a business is able to gain more revenue, all right, from stars that decide to show up, they're where do you? They they don't just acquire that all that money. It enriches the community, does it not? I just I I just have I love baseball. I grew up with it. Watched every game from like the time I was seven to eighteen. Watched every game, so like I don't want to see people who aren't baseball players come in play unless it's like spring training, like when Will Ferrell did his thing. It's, That's it's okay. not like Will Ferrell. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, played every position for a different team. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, 
But yeah. But it, it's not it's not like Will Ferrell. It's not like it someone is. who is not an athlete. It's not like someone who's not an athlete. But he is an athlete. But he's not a good <laughs> athlete. It's just like I don't know. It's just, I think that that's opinionated. How is he not a good I athlete? just I just don't think you should be able to walk onto a field and buy your way onto a team because that's what it seems like the situation is. Like you can just flip flop if you have enough money, enough influence. You could do. You could just hop on, and and that's ruining the love of the game for me too. Like I think from a business aspect, it's awesome, because the Mets are raking in money, but the integrity of the game is getting hit a little bit on that one. The integrity of baseball. Never thought I'd heard that. Oh well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. No, you have to agree with me. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you for listening to the Take It Easy podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at the Take It Easy podcast. And be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, You can search for the Take It Easy podcast. And if you're feeling generous, leave us a review. That helps us in the long run. And that's all I got. And if you're feeling even more generous, give us some money. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Bye. Okay. Here we go. New thing we're going to do from now on during this part of the show, okay, is a product. Ow, I just cut my nose with my fingernail. Ow, that hurt really bad. You was. Ow, I think I'm bleeding. Ow. No, I'm good. Ow, that's painful.